When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to another Realistic Sustainability Educational Short. This week, I want to talk about how sustainability isn't a political topic. I know on most cable news, people argue and fight over the topics that fit within sustainability. But should they? Is that something that should be a political topic? This popped in my head when I went to do an advertisement on Facebook for the greeningyourlife.org website, Facebook page, and Facebook group. But after putting in all the general topics, like urban gardening, or just gardening, along with waste reduction, zero waste, minimalism, as the kind of people that would want to see this advertising, Facebook rejected it as too political. Now, I've worked with a couple of different sites. I have a couple of different projects. I was very surprised by that. It wasn't the first experience of people taking sustainability and pushing it into the political realm. I have family members who truly believe that climate change isn't real, but they're only learning it from a political standpoint. They don't know any of the science. Or how it's kind of unpatriotic to spend less or buy less. Finding ways to reuse and upcycle materials so that you buy permanent items always seems to be a problem. In the United States, we want to buy more, and you get criticized for choosing not to. Or even yet, you'll just get called a tree hugger. There's a stigma to sustainability, and sometimes people use it to make a joke. What started off as a funny joke evolves into a terrible reality. In the 90s, a lot of people made fun of the fact that bottled water was in the market. It was in the butt of all jokes. Who's going to buy a bottle of water to take with them everywhere they go? It was George Carlin that says, who is that thirsty? Well, mostly all of America. In 2019, 14.4 billion gallons of bottled water was consumed at $34.6 billion in sales. How does that happen? Well, some of it was convenience. Some of it was because we've lost the confidence in the water that comes from our taps. News like from Flint, Michigan, or in Pennsylvania, where the water was flammable because of fracking, has moved people out of fear into buying more and more bottles of water, which, as you know, creates more bottles, more waste. Those bottles will outlive us by thousands and thousands of years. So we make jokes, but here we are, just 30 years later, and bottled water is an afterthought. We buy it on a regular basis in America. I don't. I choose not to. We use filtered water from the house in large jugs in our fridge. But in most cases, people are using bottled water. Now, remember that when I tell you this next part. In 2016, A company called Validity Air came out with clean air can products where they go to different areas that have a nice smell clean air area, or they assume clean air, and they compress it into a can and sell it. That sounds silly. That air or clean air is something we can can and sell. But in 2019, Validity Air has sold over $300,000 of their cans at $36 a piece. Because there's a lot of cities now where clean air is a luxury. So remember that when we're telling jokes 
about who would buy that. This is why it's not political. Politics means that there's two sides to the argument. I don't think there's two sides to clean air and clean water. Really, that's just a human rights need. It shouldn't be political. It should be about Earth. Doesn't matter if you can sell it. We all kind of need it. Humans have lived here for only 37 minutes on a cosmic calendar. But yet we've consumed 33% of all the natural resources within that last two seconds. We're moving too quickly. We're consuming too much. This isn't political. This isn't an argument. It's basic science. 60% of all mammals on this planet are livestock. They're food for the 36% of mammals on this planet, humans. Only 4% of mammals left on this planet are considered wild. That's not a political argument. That's an elimination of species. Sustainability is about balancing humanity's consumption with the environmental needs. It isn't a political fight. It isn't about resources, and it isn't about what we can buy or sell. It's about how can we live here long term. As society grows, and, our, and so do our needs, there are ways to do it sustainably. But we have to choose to do so, and it can't be done just because politicians say so. On a local scale, help yourself make better consumer choices. Buy local. Buy less. Reuse more. Reduce your waste. Save things that can be reused. Try to throw less and less away. Organic waste? Put it in your yard somewhere. Put it in your garden. Reuse everything you can. Adjust our actions. And if we do that, not only will businesses follow, or maybe even those politicians who think it's a political argument to talk about sustainability will follow too. I appreciate your time. I hope you liked this short. If you did, share it or leave a comment. I appreciate you listening. I'll see you next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.